Welcome, welcome back live from the Who Do You Like Here studio. I'm Joey Stats. I got the kid. C Note is back in the building. Hello, buddy. C Note from Saturday is back. We are back. Thank you again. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the followers. Thank you to the guests. Thank you for the purchases on Fantac. We're back again. We're coming up on like episode 700. Wait, what is it? 714? No. 65? 65? <laughs> Somewhere around there. Say 75, 700. Same thing. Give or take. Same shit. We had the closing of Belmont coming up and the opening of Saratoga's. Yeah, I'm really excited for Saratoga next week. I think everybody is. Quality. Maybe track. you happy it's... happy horse <laughs> handshaking <laughs> assholes did. I got crushed at Toga last year. It's up there. It's up there for my favorite meets, and I am sad that <laughs> Churchill's done now. Yeah, it was good to finish out at Churchill. Yeah. Right. Normally, I think something different when you say your favorite meats. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised that's how it came out, too. It's his favorite of all the cured salted meats. <laughs> it's the most sultry. <laughs> uh, any of those uh, pudding packs? Pastrami. <laughs> Pudding skin signal. <laughs> and now for the trifecta. <laughs> He's got the TV going and the radio. Or the... What are you doing? Pleasure <laughs> you. Pleasure <laughs> Oh, we're off to a stupid start already. I love it. Welcome back. Good to have everyone back. Jojo, how was your uh, trip to Peru? Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Got held up in customs, but uh, glad to be free. Did and they find uh, that thing in your lower intestine? Still have to move. Let's cut it up! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good to... Uh, Good to have the week off. Actually worked out for me pretty good. Good. Yeah. Good, good. Good. Lovely. Lovely. We had a good time. Yeah, we did. Except for that fucking two in the fourth leg. Yeah. And our overthinking the first two legs. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, we, I mean, we could have, like we said, probably go key, key, and then spread the last three legs if we wanted to. I thought it was a solid ticket you guys put together. We, I, I, I love the ticket. I felt pretty good going into it. Obviously, I loved it. We played it. <laughs> we did play it. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Yeah. Man, weird four or five. Fuck. Amazing. Yeah. And it paid really well. Yeah, like five G's, so, right? Yeah, like five grand. Mm. Yeah. Goddamn two. Mm. If it, if that two if our yeah. horses would have hit, it paid like sixty seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I still think you're looking at it. It was some decent prices yeah. there. That two just definitely blew it out of the water. Yeah. Yep. I, we thought it'd be poorly placed, but I, I didn't think it was going to get in front of... Uh, I, man, wasn't even close. Yeah, I looked at it. I looked at that horse, too, afterwards. I was like, is there anything on here that would no. make me bet it? And it's like the only way you would have is if you spread and you just threw, like, oh, Jimmy Graham, and yeah. uh, he, he wins on long shots, and so-and-so here, Corey Landry <laughs> on the rail. Yeah. Like, just throwing numbers out there. That's the only way I think we would have actually had that horse. Yeah. It was I, formful. Except for that race. Yeah. Everything else seemed like uh, it was run to form, but that was just a... Meanwhile, in Peru, <laughs> the green tickets didn't stop falling all fucking day over there, so you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a week away from the podcast, <laughs> I was uh, I came in with fresh eyes on Saturday. So that really... I think I think that's good to take a step back sometimes. You're, you're fully ingrained in it every day, looking at everything and all these different tracks, and then you take a little step back, and then on Saturday... I was seeing everything, and that never happens. What's that uh, movie where Will uh, Ferrell blacks out? 
Old like, school, oh, old school, old school. Yeah, that's exactly out. what happened. I, got I blacked out for like nine hours. Those picks are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to just talk about the heater that uh, they went on in uh, Hangover. The Rain Man. Uh, <laughs> he just sitting at the table, just knowing yeah, every move, just knowing every card coming on. <laughs> yeah, I was keen in the right spots. It was just, it was just a great day. I haven't had a day like that in quite some time, so it's always nice to to have one to fall back on. Yeah, I seem to have nice. those on vacation myself. It, the, the, right, the last heater I had was in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll ever hit 14 tries in a day, though. That's that's a record. Well, if you me. play 80 of them, yeah. Yeah. But I was, <laughs> if you got a real problem, you might be able to do that. <laughs> See how many tracks are going today? Oh, 76. All right. So the average one is eight. If I play the one, three, four, eight times, times 76. <laughs> right? And then I was like, that's it. I'm good. Cashed out. Felt good. Dude, within like 45 minutes, I'm like, fuck, I'm bored. Dogs. I'm dogs. Bored. <laughs> Let me just heat check on the dog. Ping. We're gonna go. We're gonna, <laughs> what's the soul? The soul track at like midnight? Oh, the Korea, Korea, Korean soul, Korean soul. <laughs> soul. I gotta be honest with you. It crossed my mind for a half second. Then I said, No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're walking up to the fence and you're betting which color car is gonna come by next. <laughs> some action. Twenty bucks on red. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> you come back to the podcast. You're all strung out because you haven't slept in three days. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get off the heater. You know what it's like when you're just hitting trying yeah. exact as you're like. I, I just want to keep firing until I finally know it's cooled off. My favorite, if I'm on a run like that, is when my phone dies. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh good. All right. I, I can't bet. Oh, Where's my laptop? Good. Nope. Nope. That's the sign. That's the sign from the gods. The yeah. worst is when you put a bet in and then your phone dies. So you don't know if you won or not until it comes back to life. It's almost like when you're playing a super uh, a pick six <laughs> rainbow ticket and you go to a Badger game, you don't have service and you're getting text messages. You got text that day, didn't you? Um, uh, yeah, I yeah. got, I got texts, but I couldn't check any apps. Right. Yeah. No, and our, and our tickets were very, very similar. <laughs> we're feeding. And you. the only, the only, I think the only horse we had different was the one. The one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh my God, there's, there's a chance I have it too. Uh, fuck. <laughs> one, one, yeah. five, six. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's usually me. Joey, one short. This will be, uh, this is my last pick five I'm ever doing. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm going to start betting. Uh, win. Just win bets. Win straight show? win bets. Show bets. Show bets. Hey. Just, high do- just like Steph. High dollar amount show bets. Two dollar shows across the board. <laughs> oh, that's too rich. Steph likes the one dollar shows. Yeah. So you get <laughs> back all of 14 cents if it comes in there. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bad. Pays two bad. ten, she gets a buck five. You want a nickel. A nickel. <laughs> oh, jeez. Good job. Hey, hey, everybody's betting strategies. Listen, as, you know, as, whatever long, floats your boat. as long as she's interested yeah. and I can watch, if that can, gives you bet, the sweat, 50 cents yeah. show for all if I that can. gives you the sweat you're looking for, if that scratches all the right places, then go she's ahead. She's been riding the same $18 for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> I bet two bets, two bets. I got them. <laughs> How much did you lose today? $120. How much did you lose? 14 cents. <laughs> It sucks though. The account I use actually has a seven cent per transaction charge, so I lost forty eight cents. What do you think her rewards are? I was just gonna say her rewards. She gets like two cents on her rewards for the you month. You owe us money <laughs> for using our app. You have a monthly fee now on Twinspire. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, I love you, babe. So I might do that now. Now that we say it, 
Nope. I'll, I'll do the smart thing. I'll take all the money I usually lose at gambling. And do I'll you know how many times $2 scratch-offs instead? Ooh, that seems to be the right plan. <laughs> That's a play. $30 scratch-offs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never won on a $30 scratch-off. I have. Unfortunately, like many things in the gambling world, when you hit on a couple of them back-to-back, yeah. not the million, obviously. If you win 500 bucks, win a G-ball, you're like, well, this is fucking easy. Yeah. Two G's later. It's like that slot machine I hit for 16 grand. I haven't done that ever again since. I might start investing in $30 scratch-offs now. Mm. Mm. Just a couple. Check the tracker, though. So Wisconsin posts how many of the jackpots are left. See, you're on a whole nother level. I didn't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. So they'll uh, scratch they, off. They key. send the tracks, but they they try they try to dick you though. They'll say, "Oh, look, the three of the three major jackpots are are updated." And you're like, Still "Okay, cool. Lie. What's the date today? Oh, so it released in in April, and it's July." <laughs> and then you look down the fine print and it says, "Last updated May 1st. <sighs> You gotta watch out. They try, they try to get sneaky because if they all hit right away, everyone knows nobody's gonna fucking buy them. Yeah, they're gone. So you gotta get an up to date, up to date jackpot count with a date as close to today as possible. I might have to check. Or just out. don't buy any. <clears throat> That's, no, I want I want to invest. It's war games. It's war games. <laughs> the only way to win is not to play. <laughs> Anyways, again, thank you to all listeners. Thank you for all the followers. Lots of interaction. We got some more big action coming up. We got a big surprise guest next week. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about this one. The Iceman. Ice. Ice. I wish we had vanilla ice loaded up right now. (laughs) You could hum a few bars if you'd like to. There's an extra ding. It's ding, 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 ding. ding. Yeah. Ding, ding. It's the extra ding. Yeah. It's not a copyright infringement. It's the extra ding. (laughs) That that college extra ding. It's that little jump from that one to that one. Uh, we're yeah, tomorrow. Mr. Ice coming on next week to handicap the late pick five of Let's us. Let's go, baby. It'll be an uh, exciting one. Sarah, if you don't go. follow him on Twitter, you should. He's electric. It's at Elio82. That's the that's the man. Yeah. Track it. Follow. Yeah. I'm looking forward Watch to the action. I'm looking you, forward to him telling me how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't think he would. I, he's, <laughs> the man's a monster. He is a monster. He wouldn't be the first to tell us we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. It's that, that morning right. routine. Get in the mirror and say, fuck you. <laughs> That's how I start my day. That's how I start my day. You're dumb. Everything you think you is wrong. Let's go make this bitch happy. <laughs> Hashtag Chris Rock. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, so we're going to go out to Belmont. We got the uh, late pick five coming up, closing weekend. Normally we talk about some of the, some of the stats. There's one stat we're not going to talk about whatsoever, and that's the, the current trainer title at the Belmont meet. Yeah. Chad yeah. Breezy. Yeah. So there's only 11 races on the card on Saturday, and then we close on Sunday? Yeah. And there's like nine on Friday. All right. So there's well, there's nine on Friday, so we got 11, 20. What's on Sunday? Probably, probably 10 or 12, 10 or 11, 12. So let's say we have 33 races left. Yeah. Chad Brown's got a 15, 15 win advantage right now. So it'd have to be it'd have to be a monumental like late September collapse. Second is... Uh, Second place was Coleman, I think. Sorry, I was giving you guys a Mets, a Mets shot. Yeah, I just kind of just blazed <laughs> over and over here. I paused, waiting, yeah. waiting for the fuck you, Joe. We don't talk about the Mets blowing. The <laughs> Told you that. <laughs> I'm dying. Mark it down, uh, Matt. Get out of the podcast. He's get, he's get, uh, so he's got a 14, 14 win lead over Kristoff. Okay, and then Pletcher's third. He's twenty two behind. So he'd have to, he'd have to have an absolute. He, had a no, he's not, last week. he needs three more weeks and Chad not to run a single horse to catch up. Fair enough. Yeah. Correct. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's probably going to be Chad, bro. And Kristoff typically only wins on <coughs> the turf. turf. Lots of turf on Saturday. Lots that of is turf. true. If it doesn't rain. 
Um, leading jocks. That one's way more exciting. Yeah, it's way tighter. Dylan Davis, 45, is the leader. I read right behind him at 42, and that's after being suspended for that week. Yeah. And being an ascot for a week. Yeah, and being an ascot. And I think he traveled somewhere else. Stop looking at my ascot. (laughs) (laughs) Who's uh, who's in third? Uh, Manny Franco, 39. That's my sleep. That's my dark horse, I feel like. Dude, he can't. Yeah. You think he's going to hang a 7 or 10 win weekend? Maybe. I mean, he's surprised surprised me all meet. Like, right. I mean, Dylan, I, I expected out of Dylan because Dylan's been on a tear ever since Did he came back from, uh, from injury, right? Yeah. yeah. Irad is Irad. He's always going to be there. Jose, too. And Tra- Jose, same Trevor player. was coming off a good meet. Trevor was coming off a good meet. And so. then Manny Franco had a good meet at um, Aqueduct, transferred over to Belmont, and just kind of took off. Gets you some yeah. prices, though. Manny yeah. does get yeah, you prices. Yeah, he does get prices. And he's teamed up, and I think the reason why is he's teamed up with Chad Brown on a lot of his winners. So, yeah. That combination has been very, very solid. Time to too. relook at the form. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's tear everything up and start again. <laughs> yeah. Pause it. Start again. There's a couple on here that I, I, I solely pick Manny and Chad Brown just because of how hot they've been together. And that's, yeah. you know, it's just one of those combinations that I'm like. Keep them on the team. Yeah. You got to keep, keep a second. The talent happy. <laughs> keep the talent happy. So that could be exciting. It could go. It's going to go right down the wire with. Uh, Rod and Dylan. Yeah, I like when the uh, the jockey races are close at the end of the meet. Yeah, just kind of have to see who's going to bring it up. Like when we had somebody have to win five on the last day. Yeah, that was that'd be crazy, right? <laughs> be down five and win six. Yeah, yeah. six of the seven that you're on. Yeah, anything can happen. Coming second for that. Anything other one. can happen. It'll be good. Should be a good weekend. Uh, one last piece of news: we're currently in the last month until March without football. I know. I was <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> It's a thirty-day countdown. <laughs> I can't wait Finally. to lose first round of the playoffs again this year. On fantasy, yeah, sure, yeah. I think we're all bunched up in the draft again in our sixteen-man league. I think we, we always are. are. I think we're like nine, ten, eleven again. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. It's great. That great. makes did uh, you perfectly good sense. Do you guys see uh, Aaron Rodgers' new uh, tattoo? It's amazing. I heard, I heard that um, it's two lions. Skip Bayless decided to dedicate 20 minutes of his television program today to talk about it and how it's a midlife crisis to make people stop talking about his playoff losses. So there must be so little for Skip Bayless to bring to the table that ate 20 minutes of ESPN broadcast. Either that or Aaron is just a big simp and his girlfriend like convinced him to get this wild, crazy tattoo. I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. yeah is it hot? <laughs> I saw a meme. It was like, it uh, hot? <laughs> the, t- the tattoo artist goes and says, Hey, what can I do for you today? And Aaron says, hey, have you ever heard Kyrie Irving talk? He's like, I got just a tattoo for you. And then it shows his tattoo. Jeez. It's hilarious. Uh, I thought somebody put, I know I can't quote it correctly, but it was uh Jimmy Garoppolo's play that basically the play laid out on his arm. Because uh, it has all the little directions, <laughs> you know, like uh, nautical stuff on yeah. it. He's like, yeah, it's actually the play that, uh, you know, Garoppolo oh, the, the take the playoff. Oh, the block whatever. punt. Yeah. yeah, it's basically that. That's the what block I put punt. On it. Got it. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah, Got it. I'm looking so, at the tattoo for the first time. Sorry, don't care. Sorry, stats. Yeah. Don't. I don't care. even know what it means. Give. I give zero shits. Angry lion on the left. Calm lion on the right. Some kind of nautical symbol. Uh, I think the Big Dipper's on there. Do you, do you think the NFL will make him sleeve it like Orion's AI? belt. <laughs> Some <laughs> fan on the bottom. Or like Carmelo, he's got two naked women on his arms. Sleeve so he has to wear it. The sleeves. Sleeve it. <laughs> so stupid. All right, we're not going to talk about so that, Rogers so for 20 So that's what we got going on. Fourth July's over. Yeah. Fourth July's over. 
We've got uh, Hall of Fame game at the end of the month, right? We got, we got July, so we got Saratoga coming up, and okay. then bang, we got football, and then we get right football. into Breeders' Cup season, and yeah. right back into turnaround time for the Derby. Yeah, it's quite a time to be alive. It is a time to be alive. Well, Hell of a day at sea, sir. <laughs> Overboard. <laughs> Reference number one. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's go to Belmont. Late pick five. We've got three stakes races, including two grade ones. Lots of shippers coming over. And they decided to throw a couple maidens at us to close the ticket. So we're going to do something interesting this week. We're going to try to do a $108 ticket mm-hmm. on the nose. Yeah. On the dollar. So we're going to go through. We're going to cap it. We're going to take a look at it. And we're going to shave each leg to some combination <laughs> of four, three, 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 two. Sounds good. Yep. Okay. It's good luck. <laughs> it is a challenge. Good card. luck. We may have some debates yeah. this yeah. week. We Let's will go. see. We're going to start with the seventh, Jojo. What are we working with here? Seventh race. Let's go with a short one. Mile and a quarter oh, that's it. on the inner turf. It is the grade one Belmont Oaks Invitational Stakes. Purse is 700000 on the inner turf and Invitational for Northern Hemisphere. And Southern Hemisphere Phillies three-year-olds fold after August 1st, 2018, before July 31st of 2019. Look no further than the one for me. I'm going to go with uh, McCulloch. This is Irad Ortiz and Chad Brown. Just talking about the leading trainer. It's going to win this meet. Yeah, we're uh, stretching out in distance and we're moving up in class. But last time out with a grade three in the regret. Really nice definitive move here. Stalking trip and uh, wound up second by a length and a quarter. Beating odds on favorite at that time with Tyler Gaffney You're getting Irad. He's hungry and he's ready for the title. Uh, the bump up in class doesn't bar- bother me at all. I think he's going to get more of a ground saving stalking trip. There is some speed to his outside, considerable speed uh, that I think he's going to have to pay attention to. So I think Irad, who knows the track better than some of these jockeys coming in for some of these races, uh, that you can look at the rest of the card here. Mike Smith, Frankie Dettori, Ryan Moore, etc. So I'm going to go with a seasoned veteran at the rail with a horse that could definitely make uh, a strong move here and is uh, pretty classy. Raced against a few of these as well. So I'm going to go with McCulloch. I do like that pick. Um, you'll see those famous Clarevich stable silks. And uh, why not Irad, Chad Brown, stack on a couple more wins for their title. So I like that pick a lot. I think we're uniform on that one. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty much going to be across the board. That's going to be a tough horse to beat, I think. Um, this this leg, this first initial race, is <laughs> one of the most difficult ones I feel like I've had to handicap in a long time. Usually I can draw a line and I can say, oh, I like this one, this one, and this one. I have like six horses that I'm like, okay, any one of these can win. So you're saying this Shit. is the four leg. This is, yeah, this, is, this has to be the four leg for me. Um, so I, I'm looking at a couple different horses. It's hard for me to get away from the one, which I'll definitely have that on the ticket. Um there's like I just mentioned before, there's another Chad Brown horse here and that's consumer spending. And that's Manny Franco. That's a horse that I see that could be a very strong candidate as well. Um, you know, just for the simple fact that those two are teaming up with such a high clip, you're getting the Clarovich stable, um, one, two punch here. Usually the higher audited horse somehow always tends to be right there. It's funny how that works. It's, it's kind of crazy how that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's a horse right there that I'm like, ah, I think just the way they've been performing together, I want to keep on my ticket as well. This horse coming off of two wins. Um, last one out was a grade two. It did run in a grade one. It was the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile Sprint. I think it was just a little outclassed. It ran a 92 speed figure. <laughs> got um, Flavian Pratt, but you know, you had to go uh, get a little bit more class relief, get on the right foot, and then go back to a grade two and one in hand. So I think this horse is on the trend up. I think it was just a learning experience on that Breeders' Cup one. But I, I, I think that this five is going to have to be on the ticket for me as well. 
uh, that that Breeders' Cup was 14 horse field, right? And he's yep. in the middle, and he really got kind of bumped around a lot. So you could scratch that grade one right off there. But the last time out, grade two was sensational. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. It, like I said, this is definitely a spread race for me, though. <clears throat> hard to leave it off the ticket. Yep. It's hard. When I, when I first looked at it, I was looking at the time at 150 and seeing some what these other horses ran at a, at a mile and eighth. And I'm looking, okay, well, it's yielding. You know, it's a little spongier. Last time out at Belmont on June 22nd. So I think you're right. I think he's got to be in there for a couple of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think we're one five. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> pretty straightforward. Um, <laughs> I'd like to add the six New Year's Eve. You know, Louis Saez teaming up with Brendan Walsh on here. Um, really impressive. T- uh, last time out on the edge, Edgewood grade two, uh, posting a 95 speed rating and did it off the pace. Started off. Um, Kind of a, I don't say bobbled start, but started off slow, seven and a half off the pace, and then shrunk that gap really quick to three and a little uh, more than three lengths, and then absolutely stormed away with everybody um, at a mile and 16th. I don't see the dis- distance being an issue here. Um, and I see this type of horse that picks up speed the longer the mm-hmm. course is going to go. So this is the kind of horse I like to keep in here um, as I think it's going to get stronger the further it goes around the track. Just how crazy is that last race, too, right? I mean, you're, you're 10th, you're down seven lengths. And you close and you win by two and a third, two and two to three quarters. Like that's, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Grade two, obviously not grade one. And we're coming off of a, what, a $75,000 yeah. race the time before. So a little bit lighter race, not as classy as some of these other horses, but I see constant progression and it's never missed the board. Yeah. Yeah. That coming home time was pretty strong. Screaming baby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fractions are no different at the half from three back either at 48 and three and 48 flat 113 and 113 and four and then you got 146 and three and 143 and two and beat mcculloch correct yeah yeah got the Which better like. got, got the better run to be honest with you yeah. was able to circle the entire field and come home so so we've got three where do where's our fourth? <laughs> because well, i've got two more that we haven't even touched on that let me see well, if yeah. i let me see if i can guess it i'm assuming haughty Hottie is definitely on there. That's one of them. Yep. Okay. And then what do you guys think about uh, the shipper, Ryan Moore's horse, Concert Hall? I was off Concert Hall. So I watched the replay on Concert Hall last time out, and in looking at the form, I thought, well, it didn't seem like the form did the, the race justice. Yeah, fourth by four lengths, but within a 16th or an eighth of a mile coming home, uh in that last race, he was almost dead last and had to circle outside. So it was kind of a tough trip. He had to rail the whole way, faded back, and then kind of went wide. I didn't like the trip, but I don't even know if he stayed at the rail or got out earlier, if that was going to make a difference in that race. So I'm kind of, I wasn't really impressed with the last race, to be honest with you. Concert hall? Yeah. So we're all kind of in agreement with Hottie, right? I think. Um, <clears throat> you know, Anybody ch- concerned about the distance? A little bit. Yeah. Um, going only a mile, win a mile in the 16th, but then win by four. But again, that's five. Yeah. Made five. 84 grand. Right. Know. Yeah. But I don't know. The one horse that I, I, I gave a long look <clears throat> yeah, to. Yeah. Who's your other one? Was the four um, with the Moonlight, which is Charles Appleby and Frankie DeTori. So a couple different things. Frankie DeTori, I feel like, doesn't ship in or come to the States unless he's on some live mounts and has got some serious business to do. So that's one thing because, you know, obviously he comes in for Breeders' Cup and uh, he always goes to, you know, um, UAE for the Derby out there. So he makes these big these big trips for big mounts that I think he's got some serious live action for. And I was looking at, okay, let's say you scratched the last race at a mile and a half at Epsom. Um, it finished 11th, 
lost by 26 lengths. It's kind of one of those races where you see and you look at the notes. It just seems like, okay, there's no chance that they could win. And uh, William Buick just kind of saved the horse at that point. But then if you go to Newmarket, last time, the trip before that, mile and a quarter, one by four, uh, four and almost five lengths in a grade one. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh, okay. Or uh, not a grade one, sorry. Um, just standard handicap race. And he also won um, you know, two starts before that with James Doyle at a mile and the 16th on a synthetic, but this horse is constantly hitting the board. Um, three out of the last five times he's won. I don't know what that says going from great Britain to here and the trip and transferring over, but that's just the, a horse. That's that the question, question, right? Yeah. It, it's always a question. Stats, you always shippers. Well, I'm, I'm still railroaded by all that, all that <laughs> UAE, UAE, all, yeah. UAE stuff and seeing just the dramatic, yeah, we talked about it last and, week. And I struggle looking at the forums and looking at the times. This is where I get sucked in. And we, I think we talked about this uh, the last time we had a bunch of shippers coming in. Yeah, the dirt's deeper, mm-hmm. right? But so is Churchill Downs. Churchill yeah. Downs is deep, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and to see some of these times at two minutes and seven seconds, two Crazy. minutes and 10 seconds. Yeah. And, you know, we were joking around before we recorded. It's like, well, what the hell? Is this one of those where they stand around? <laughs> like the, the non-gate races? <laughs> right. Come over here and graze and I'll let you know where we're going to start. <laughs> um, so I have a real hard time seeing past the times on yeah. it. Um, so I was surprised to see the morning line in there. It always makes me kind of, kind of double, yeah. double clutch a little bit. Like what? Three to one. Yeah. What, what, uh, what am I missing here? What's your guys thoughts on Carol memories? And I, I'm going to ask this on this, this pretense only, obviously you see he's forwardly paced every time and strictly California house, one horse, one time out, uh, on a shipping back in, uh, uh, December and came in second. That was on a dirt run for a mile and a 16th. Uh, and came in second by a half length with a decent speed figure. So two times, three times out this year, blown away in the in the grade three uh, at Santa Anita. Pulled up, didn't really didn't really run its race at all. But then comes back in the next two grade threes, both at Santa Anita. Yeah, six horse fields. But mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, it's I know it's smaller fields. The horse is showing that the distance. Uh, to me, I don't think the distance is a question here for going the extra eighth of a mile. I mean, the horse is extending out in both of those races. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to try to break down the times here. I just want to know what your thought process is. Even if he doesn't win, is he going to be, you would expect him to be a factor early on in the race, right? From speed. Um, yeah, I'd say early on thing with, I think we talked about this. So at Santa Anita, it's the horses that go out to the front. You see a lot of the times that they just hold on. When you come to New York, that doesn't happen very often. You get a horse that goes out to the front. You have to have some really slow fractions at the front and have a lot of horse left on the road because there's. You've got Irad, Flavian Pratt, maybe Franco, Jose, sure. every Joel Rosario, everybody closing at the end. So uh, I think, yeah, the source is going to be up at the front. But again, like you said, six horse fields at Santa Anita. They were grade threes. The speed figures aren't that impressive that they're posting, right? Mm-hmm. 588, 67. It's I, it, the highest speed figure that this horse posted was a 99 with uh, Kent DeSormo. And that was in a grade one. And that was all the way back December of last year. So the horse, I feel yeah. like best races, those three, that three race stretch, right. Where it was, um, at Santa Anita, Del Mar and the Los Al, right. Yeah. Th- those were the, the top three, you know, speed figures for that horse. And I think that's the best you're going to get out of it, but I don't see it coming back here in this race. Okay. And I'm, I'm okay with that. <clears throat> it's still going to go. Mike's going to take him to the front. There's no doubt there. Yep. I think, if I'm, if we're talking about the argument on the, on the next horse that we're talking about, I think that sets up better for Haughty mm-hmm. than it does for uh, the other one we talked about with uh, Ryan Moore, right? Uh, Charles uh, Counts, was, or, not Counts. or uh, with Moonlight, with the Moonlight, yeah, with Moonlight. Yeah. 
I had the other no, one. Charles Appleby, uh, Frankie <clears throat> Vittori. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think Cairo, so I have it marked here and I've got some notes on it. I think what, what made me go away from it, I'm seeing what you're seeing, Joe, with the 147 and one and the 148 and three. Correct. On the clock there. Um, it got to the front and held and held, held a lot stronger mm-hmm. um, in the two races ago in April. Yeah. Providencia, grade three. Um, what kind of made me chip away at it is I think this will actually set up for the six a little bit better because the six likes to come off the pace. But Cairo, what I was looking at was trainer shipping and graded stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, a 12% winner yeah, on shipper moving up in class. Um, I took, that's why I took him out of the top. Yeah. I just was, I was trying to find a support. If, lo, if this is the lone speed, I don't know really what these outside horses that are shipping in are actually going to do. Um, I think oh, there's, man. there's some speed on the outside, but if nobody goes, I hear what you're saying. It, maybe it does set up for Cairo, but even, even if he does go, we know he's going to go. I think it sets up better for Haughty and the ones we've already mm-hmm. talked about uh, coming off the pace. Definitely supports uh, McCulloch and consumer spending. Yeah. That, that really bolsters their opportunity. These shippers, though, scare me, though. I know. Because when do. these guys come from, you know, they, they make the, the pond hop here, right? They come over here, and a lot of times we say, oh, no, this horse, because we've watched it X, Y, and Z times, you know, we think this horse is the strongest one. And right. then this horse yeah. that's coming from overseas is the one that comes out and does work. So these this is why... I feel like this, if you are going to spread, this is definitely one of the races that it's almost like you need to. Now we're going to cut it down to four horses, but. So we're at, we're at one, five, six. That's right definite. Yeah. One, five, six. Is and we're, we're still at. debating three, four. And we didn't even talk about. I do four. feel. Two, I mean, two, two, three, four, ten. Yeah. That's, that's what's on the card yeah. for the spread. I do feel good about taking three. Chad Brown horses on this race because I feel like it's almost destined for a Chad Brown winner. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly it. <laughs> I got written, written on my three, 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 three Chad Brown horses. Yeah, I feel so okay with three. that, right? <clears throat> and the horse that um, Luis Saez is on is Brendan Walsh, and that's that horse is no joke either. So I like the where we're at. I'm just saying I'm, I'm a little scared. How about we revisit? What, what, what if we stick a fork in the three of them and we can revisit if we see? Uh, yeah, but we're all agreeing that concert hall we don't like on the ticket. Yeah, I'm right not, now. I'm are not we a less likely fan of concert hall? I'm not as big of a fan. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I have a problem with instantly hating every shipper. That we've yeah. Got, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Come back. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, we got, we got three P's then, right? Yeah. Two, two, three, four. Two, three, four other P's. I don't know what the numbers are. For the horses. Cairo, Haughty, yep. and with the Moonlight? Those are the possibilities. Yeah. Or the P's. And we're tossing out Hot Queen, Know Thyself, Agartha. Agartha? It's Agartha. 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 All right. Let's circle back on it because, yep, let's do that. You know what? I don't know. You know what? I did that to you, Jesse, last week, and that's the one we should have added more in the fourth leg, so... I like, think I, I like I said this is uh this is a spread leg for me like even if so I say if we can cut two of them down to two we can get six <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good luck man yeah. good luck all right so right now we've got uh one one five six one five six right now for sure okay okay let me mark write that, that write that down write that down <gasps> I want to keep that one I write that down uh two hundred seventy five down all right <laughs> on to the eight. <laughs> Eighth race is six and a half furlongs. It is the grade three victory ride stakes. Purse of $150,000 for Phillies. Three-year-olds. It is a non-Lasix race. So get off the Lasix. 
in order for you to run. I'm going to take the four. I'm going to go with Happy Soul. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of reasons why I finally chose this one out of a very tough competitive race with a lot of forward speed. Uh, First and foremost, Happy Soul has won off the pace as well as going to the front. So the tactical ability and John Velasquez for Wesley Ward, I think is going to be more of a sit off and let a few of these other horses that definitely only win on the front go off early. Uh, I like the last race and the times on that 23, 45 and two 57 and two and one ten. the horse had the lead faded back and then fought gamely and came back and got second. So it was a very strong race. If you have to watch the race horse was very game inside uh, after relinquishing the lead. So that, that says a lot for me. It was the uh, third time out for this horse, but then they took some time off. So that was back on May 20th. And ever since then, Obviously, Wesley Ward, premium on how he he goes ahead and trains his horses and gets ready for big days for something like this for a grade three. June 17th, four furlongs, 47 and four. That was two out of 49. June 24th at Keeneland, five furlongs at 101. That was four out of 15. And then a bullet workout on July 2nd at Belmont, five furlongs, first time over the track, one minute flat, best of eight that day. I think this horse is well in condition to win this race. I like the six and a half furlongs versus the six, and I think it's going to be more of a stalking than going to the front. So love the time off, uh, 46 to 90 days away. Wesley Ward's at 25% out of 355 entries, so that's a quite a uh, quite a big uh, nugget there. And for Belmont for this horse, two for two, two times out, two wins. I'll go with Happy Soul. So I'm going to go um, a closing angle here. I think that um, looking at the race, I see that there's a ton of speed out here, and I see a handful of horses that will try to go out to the front and get that lead. If they get it, that's a different story. Um, I'm going to land here on the seven Sterling silver with Trevor McCarthy on Thomas Altrani's horse. Uh, again, I, I'm just going from a strictly a closing angle or a stocking close. And that's going to be Trevor's last trip. If you look at it, 96 speed figure with this horse in the, uh, but, mm, Scratch that. I don't know how to say it. So uh, last last race, 125,000. Um, the fractions were pretty fast, and I think that's what you're going to get again up at the front. And Trevor was able to sit in that four spot and then close down the line and win by four and a quarter. So I think just from the way I see this race playing out, again, it's just going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be a closer, somebody that has enough down the stretch. And I think Trevor's going to rate this horse just like he did last race and uh, and bring it home. So um, taking a look at Trevor with his stats, right? So he's ridden this horse four times and he's three for four and, uh, it, it's similar fashion every single time he rides it, right? Closing stock close. He's right there every single time this horse goes and, you know, to the front, it'll get burnt out and never have a chance. So it has to sit that stocking pace, which is exactly what Trevor's going to do. So that's where I'm going to land here for my, uh, my choice. I like that. Uh, all right. So I think the horse I'm going to take will, will give us the three, layers if you will mm-hmm. so we've got a stocking trip out of the four we got a closing trip out of the seven give me the five pretty birdie i see that as the early speed um it's going to try to duel with the six hot peppers but i think it being inside um it'll have the angle that's got the quick turn of foot at the front to get to the front um we've got a stocking angle we had a closing angle on the five would be able to wire i think with the speed if it doesn't get into a total knockdown drag out with the six. Mm-hmm. I think you might see a match race up front with these it, two. It might. I don't see, I don't see any other option for either of them to, to sit off. Uh, both of them only win on the front. They, the only time they've won a race is wire to wire. 
So I don't think the direction from Rudy or Norm is going to be Any sit back. No, go. I, I don't assume so, but that would change the complex of the race, complexity of the race for me. If that does change, I think you're good with either the five or the six. Yeah, I, I'm with you, and I think the, the more re- the more recent race Hot Peppers ran was a little bit a little bit better form than what uh, Pretty Birdie put up. Yeah, uh, well, they seven furlongs dropping back down for Pretty Birdie is yep fits better for Pretty Birdie, but Hot Peppers is two for two at six furlongs as well. So I mean, it's a horse apiece on those. Yeah, I Literally. just uh, I can't. We are, we already got the next two layers covered. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that the five is the better horse of the two. Mm-hmm. And I think if somebody's going to wire it, it would be the five. That would give us all three layers that we want. Yeah. It's a little class here. I great, like grade twos. I like the five more than the six, just for the simple fact that the six has to go to the front. It just absolutely does. That's the only way this horse wins. Um, that last race was very impressive though, right? Winning by six lengths, went out to the front. But again, there are so many horses in here that I think are also going to try to go to the front, especially maybe a horse that's going to be a little bit at a price. And, uh, you know, like, Possibly the three or even the two or, I mean, you're going to see somebody go out there and try to push the fractions. And I think that's where it's going to be. And so I think that from a closing stocking standpoint, I think Pretty Birdie with Joel, I think this horse is going to be primed and ready to go. Yeah, Mike Mike Smith may want to push Smash Ticket up there early as well. I think that's probably... uh, I mean, not for nothing. That makes sense. Even if Happy Soul, right? I mean, Happy Soul can do... It could stalk or it can go out to the front. Happy Soul, one by 11 lengths, went, right, went right out to the front, too, right? Yeah. So if somehow some crazy thing happens where we get a speed duel from those two monsters, I mean, it's going to set up all day from a closing angle. You know, I yeah. just I see too much speed at the front. Um, I, I think that sets up well for you know? off the pace or closer. Yep. But just looking at track bias for, for Belmont in these sprints uh, on the dirt, it's you got to be closer up front you so you got to be poorly placed so deep closer not as ideal unless speed completely break down mm. and yeah, I, I just don't think the 20 21 and yeah, two. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 45 <laughs> oh my flat. god what do we got uh it's like you know it's we're all seeing the race i think the same way well definitely so speed. smash ticket what really melted my brain a little bit is looking at todd fincher's shipper stats mm-hmm. yeah and then overlaying that against his, his graded stakes stats yeah. so as a shipper 76 times he shipped out he's won a third of them 33 percent hit the board at 70 percent. but then you put him in a graded stakes he's never won one and he's hit the board twice out of yeah. 11 so that that melted me a little bit that's well it's got to be a first for everything just got me first time yeah. No, I, I, I think I that's think, just more of a, a pace breakdown by having Smash Ticket go. Going to interfere and cause some problems with the five and the six up there early. Maybe force the pace a little sooner. I still think the five and the six are better than the two, but it's definitely going to be a little more heated up front, which does set up well for the kids seven, I think, and and possibly ha- I'm hoping Happy Soul sits off. That's hey, for me. Four, five, seven. I think we're locked in on that one. I like that one. Lock we don't step. want any more in that, right? Don't. I don't think we need. You it. see anybody you want to cut out of that? No, I think uh, I think we're pretty good. I I'm, I feel comfortable with that. I, I like the three in that one. Yeah. That's a three leg, I think. <sighs> I don't know anything about being that's a three legged monster right there. <laughs> it's like a baby's arm holding an apple. We call him tripod. <laughs> <laughs> On to the ninth grade one ninth race. Hey, let's let's pull it back a little bit. Another mile and a quarter on the inner turf. 
This is the Grade One Caesars Belmont Derby Invitational. It's a purse of one million dollars. Inner turf for Northern Hemisphere and Southern Hemisphere three-year-olds. Fold after August first, twenty eighteen, and before July thirty-first, twenty nineteen. We're talking another non-Lasix race. I am going to go all the way down. Down, 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 down. Down, down, down. I'm going to go with the number 12. I'm going to go with limited liability. In a race that I see quite a bit, again, of forward speed, I typically like speed when we're talking turf races at Belmont. However, I'm going to go against the grain here because I see too many people trying to get the lead from all different positions within uh, inside and outside of the rails. So I'm going to go with limited liability. Yeah, he's a closer, a lot of speed. All the speed was inside, obviously, coming out of the 12th position. He's going to be able to see all the speed and rate a little better. Jose, last time out, I'd say the last two times out, was really trying to rate as best as possible. Now, two back on the Lasix did win the race. And then last time out uh, for the... Penn and Ridge, uh, grade two, was third by a length and a half. And I will say that the moves are identical in both races if you watch them. The only difference here for me is that we're talking a 12-horse field and a six-horse field. Sat back, had plenty of easier room to move and still wound up third last time out where a 12-horse field definitely dead last and had to maneuver through uh, some traffic and wheel on the outside. Fantastic move. So I see the finishing move on a race and I see a lot of speed. And I'm thinking that for me, yeah, it's a bump up in class quite a little bit. It's extending out the distance, which only helps this horse, which I think is screaming for more distance. So the mile and a quarter doesn't bother me. Give me off the pace. Give me the uh, the three old gray out of uh, Kitten's Joy Limited Liability. Give Shug McGahee another mm, win. Shug. Putting the, putting the pressure on Chad Brown. <laughs> I just like saying Shug. <laughs> I, uh, another one I'm kind of struggling with here. Um, I've got like five horses I like. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just go with, uh, Classic Causeway. Um, oh no, this is Belmont, not Tampa. So, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, wrong track. Sorry, wrong, track. Uh, sorry about that. R- wrong form. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, a, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I think Tis the Bomb is going to be my pick here. Yeah. Uh, Kenny McPeak. Dylan Davis, uh, this this connection is relatively new. Um, Dylan has not ridden this horse that I can see here, but this horse was an absolute monster. I think that everybody's um, views on this one is, are, are a little jaded due to the Kentucky Derby, right? Came in ninth, still made a decent move, but um, never really had a shot in that race. But if you go back a little ways, this horse absolutely loves the turf. Um, if you go all the way back to the uh, juvenile uh Kentucky Downs Juvenile 500,000 stakes race at one by 14 lengths on turf. And then if you go after that at uh, Keeneland, it was a uh, the grade two bourbon. This horse also won by three quarters of a length. So really going back to what it actually likes can also run on all weather. But I see this horse is just whenever it goes on dirt, it just doesn't perform very well. And I think Kenny McPeak knows that. And I think Dylan Davis is going to give this horse a really good solid trip. Um, and you're going to hopefully see somewhere around the range of a, a mid 90 uh, speed figure from this one. So uh, back to what it likes, get it back in form, get it to do what it knows it can do. And uh, who else to do it than the second place jockey right now and Dylan Davis, actually first place jockey. That's right. First place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like that. I like the nine as well. I like the angle of the 12. And then I'm going to slide in um, <laughs> the other man jockeying for the winning jockey title. I'm going to throw a rod in there with uh, Todd Pletcher on the 11, Emmanuel. Um, 
I do like where you're at with Tis the Bomb. I, I really enjoyed Tis the Bomb. That was one of the horses I was assigned to in, in Kentucky Derby. And I was like, this is a, this is a non-dirt horse. Mm-hmm. So I think it make turf makes a lot of sense. Um, on the 11, Emmanuel, um, bluegrass, grade one. If we go back to April at Keeneland, ran a 150 and one, 96 speed rating, went to the front, but couldn't hold off Zandon or Smile Happy. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. <laughs> right? And then came right back in June at Belmont on the surface, mile on an eighth. Shocker went right to the front, wired the field. Um, I think this is one that could get in front of the nine mm-hmm. um, and go on wire. Um, I can't not have Emmanuel in here. Yeah, I mean, first time on the turf and just destroyed. Yes. Yeah. Just did work. Look good. Look yeah. good. Now, if the nine and... 11 breakdown and here comes the 12 behind it. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is a tough one for me. Who else do you like in there? Um, I like the 10 is a horse that I looked at very strongly. Um, Frankie Dettori again, Charles Appleby, you get Godolphin, you get a horse that's four out of six last time out, scratch that race. Uh, wasn't a good showing, but, um, then again, it was a grade one, so maybe that says something. Maybe it was a little outclassed in that race. But again, it's a shipper. I don't know exactly without going and watching the races and how it breaks down. It's also a different world over there, basically, when you go into horse racing. So um, I just have to give something to a horse that's, you know, basically coming off a of four straight and had a, a bad trip, what it seems like, the last time out. So it'll be on my radar and probably my ticket. <sighs> Where are the morning odds on or morning line on them? Nation's Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have it on mine. I don't oh, I can find it for you. Um, what else you got? Stats? Something else you wanted to? No. No, Nation's Pride. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it out because they have a. Are we looking at the odds on Nation's Pride? Yeah, five to one. Five to one. I threw them out based on a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's highly all statistical say about that. analysis. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's in the bell tower. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I, I thought this was a little more narrowed down for me. Obviously, kid, you're still thinking it's a spread race. Yeah. I, again, I am. I'm scared of the shippers. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to discredit anybody that I don't know too much about. Right. Um, okay. I don't know the type of style that they're going to run. I don't know um, what the conditions were. I don't know if this horse, you know, I just don't know anything about them, you know, other yeah. than what I can see on the form um, without digging it. I mean, granted this is it's Thursday. The form just came out. We handicap it to the best of our ability. So I, I will have to go back and look at some yeah. of these races when I'm handicapping uh, come Saturday. But you know, when when you see a horse that's got four straight wins on the card, and then I, I can scratch the last one because I'll just chalk it up to maybe a bad trip, or um, you know, maybe maybe it was outclassed. I don't know, but just four straight says something because you don't see a lot of four straight wins unless the horse is pretty right, pretty interesting in that regard. And, well, and, and I mean, it stretched out to a mile and a half, and now it's come back down a mile and a quarter. Yep. So we talk about field size all the time. Does that bother you at all? That in the four wins were four, eight, four, and six. Definitely plays a okay. factor, right? Um, and then 17 came in eight. Right. And it was grade one, which you pointed Correct. out. Correct. And then you're going down to a mile and a quarter, too. Correct. So, right, this is, I mean, this kind of, this is back a race, its, right? Back this in is its the race distance. It's, it's done. So, I don't, again, I just don't know um, 
how that's yeah. going to take. Let me let me back up then one more thing. Uh, obviously, it says the bomb. I think you 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 were spot on on that. I think there's a lot of negativity to how it ran the derby. We we can discard. I can discard all of the dirt races for Tis the Bomb. I have no problem doing that. I can scratch off all the dirt races and go back to, you know, when it was running on turf. Any concerns with, you know, competitively running on the grass in over eight months from anybody? No. um, It's just like, in my opinion, it's you're going back to what you're comfortable doing, right? So it's like if you're lifting five pound weights forever and it's easy and then you say, okay, okay, let me go up to 10 and you struggle with 10, you go back down to five pound weights. You're like, this is easy again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's kind of way I feel about it. This okay. horse uh, just got a couple trips on okay. and that's, I chasing money, that. I think is what they were doing. Okay. You know? And I, spot on. I think they were looking for an opportunity to take a horse that was running fantastic uh, in its two-year-old campaign mm-hmm. on turf and try to make it a dirt horse for the Kentucky Derby Correct. and try to get points. Even and, for the Holy Bull. You know, they did the right. same thing yeah, for the Holy right. Bull. So, I think that's all it was, was let's put in the Jeff Ruby. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get an opportunity. I think that was an owner angle more than a trainer angle. And right. I think Kenny is now like, okay, he's a turf horse. We're going back to where he yep. is. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. And a sharp workout too. And Keeneland, uh, five yeah. furlongs in a minute, almost Four a minute fifth. flat. Yeah. Fifth. yeah. It's uh, a little eye opening. And then you go back to the 25th, 47 and three. I'll take that for a yeah. workout in 46 to 90 days. That's, yeah. that's, so That says it's right back where we'd expect it to be, yeah. you know, it's three times on the turf, three, uh, two wins in a second. That's so. one thing I wish you could see with the shippers, the workout times and to see how they're taking, like, I'd love to see a, a workout, a couple workouts, you know, at Belmont to see how this horse is doing, but you can't cause yeah. it's coming from Timbuktu. We've talked about that. Love to see works over the track. They're going to run out. So is this going to be a four horse race <laughs> or is this going to be a three horse race? I'll leave it up to you guys. Um, I'm okay if we want to go with the three to condense the ticket down. I think at this um, point, this is one I, I would, I feel okay with three. Yeah. I'm, I'm right I'm with okay. the nine, 11, 12. If that gives you an extra player in the, in the first. Yeah. Sure. That, that. I or think it gives better. us an extra player in the next. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're True, working yeah. with one extra. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, so right now we're at nine, 11, 12. Yeah. Okay. Move to the 10th. Nine, 11, 12. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Okay. Okay. Tenth race, seven furlongs on the turf. Hey, let's get off all the graded stakes races. Let's go to a state bred maiden $75,000 uh, purse for maidens three-year-olds and upwards. I mean, that's a great follow-up, right? That's like Shecky Green going on after, uh, you know, uh, Dane like, Cook uh, back in the day. <laughs> so I lived on the east side of Milwaukee. Fun little fun story. East side of Milwaukee, I'm at UWM. This is 2003. Harley Davidson 100 year anniversary. Yes. Big surprises on who's going to be yeah, I remember the that. musicians. Opener, opener. Oh, Tim McGraw. Oh, All right, nice. cool. Makes sense. Country cowboy riding a Harley. Got it. Who's the headliner going to be? I don't know. The first was pretty good. What's going to be? Oh, Elton John. <laughs> Makes a ton of fucking sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt reading this car. Like, oh, yeah. look, great one, great sure nothing three, gets bikers. Maybe I'm Dude. sure nothing gets bikers going like some. Let me Elton tell you, John. <laughs> when he does Rocket Man, <laughs> my chaps start moving. That's oh all say. man, I don't think about like Crocodile Rock. <laughs> <laughs> all these dudes from all over the planet, like, Dude, yeah, sounds like something wee, Nickelodeon. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rebel back in the day, but nonetheless, uh, in this tenth race, 
uh, not a disappointment. I like state breads alone. Uh, so made in 75,000. I'm going to go again. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to the outside post for a lot of these later Look races. Go. I'm going with the, uh, the 11 excursionist. And, uh, I'm basing that off of a time of one twenty six and one last time out. Here's the angle. Seven furlongs on the turf last time, 75,000 maiden. In this group, closed 13 lengths from the second call, wound up fifth by only two lengths with Dylan Davis. Great strong move, but fifth nonetheless. If you look at the distance, it made up a lot of ground. Okay, so it was a great bid closing, which I think is going to be the angle for me in this race. Now, if you go two back on the route race at a mile on the 16th and a maiden 70,000, just completely got taken out. Uh, could, wasn't even in the race. Got bumped hard, checked, just just a tail brace. Scratched that one out, and the one before that was on dirt. So I'm scratching April 24th. I'm scratching February 21st. I'm basing this pick against these horses for 75,000, which are a lot that have raced here before and have shown little. Yeah, we're going for the 10th time out, four times in the money on nine tries. 10th, I think, is going to be the charmer. Luis Saez, keep him closer. At least against this pace, I guess, is going to be a little closer than 10, 15 lengths off early on. So I'm throwing a dart here on the outside that Excursionista is going to be able to close out and go ahead and win this race and break it on its 10th try. Three times at Belmont, a second and a third. So likes the track. I like Luis Saez. Mark Henning, decent decent trainer. The stats don't really support it in my mind, but I can take two of the three races from this year and still making a, an excuse for this horse. So I'll go with the 11 Excursion East, and that's a stretch. Hmm. Excursion Easty. <clears throat> Maybe it's a good thing we held that extra pick because I've got so many horses <laughs> in this leg. Um there's one that I have to put on the ticket. And I, I, think, I know which one. Yeah. And anybody that's listened to the podcast, even in the last six months, you know which one I'm talking about. It's the four. It's Frank's art. Combo. It's Joel Rosario, Christoph Clement. It's on grass. It, it screams connection that's been so solid for the last three years. I, I can't leave it off my ticket. Um, now, what I can say is that. The workouts don't seem anything like eye-opening to me. Yeah. Like, uh, ba- and that's all you really have to go off of, right? But I'm strictly putting this one on my ticket based off of the combination. That's that's the only reason why I'm putting it on there because it's been so solid and it's won me so much money. I have to have it on the ticket. Mm-hmm. So, personal ticket, it'll be on there. Um, there's not much to talk about on that horse, but the one Frank's horse, Hart. yeah, Frank's heart. That's just my own bias, but. The seven is where I'm going to go for our condensed down ticket. I think that Salt K, Manny Franco, Chad Brown, um, again, a connection that's been doing very well. This horse is coming off the layoff. It's going to have a little freshening up here. I'm still looking to break its maiden, but you get a hot riding Manny Franco. You get a top trainer, Chad Brown, on turf. Uh, Last time I posted an 89-speed figure, um, and – Eric Cancel was aboard and gave the best route, ride that he could, uh, but just kind of flattened out. So I think Manny's going to keep this horse away from the pace a little bit more and then try to come down the stretch and, and close it out. So I'm going to go on that angle here with uh, Salt K. Say two two things real quick here. As far as Salt K is concerned, yep. both of those last races taken off the turf. Correct. They right? weren't even on the turf. Weren't even on the turf. So Correct. you're talking two off tracks, yep. a good track and a sloppy track last time yeah. that Eric almost was able to, to steal away at, yep. uh, at, at four to one. Uh, I think that's a big question mark on me for it. I, I want to see what this does on the grass. Yep. I know yeah. Chance is trying to get it on the grass. So I think that's a great option. And to go back to your other pick, to be honest with you, that was, uh, let me go back up here. Frank's the four, art. right? Frank's yeah. art. 
if you look at the first time percentage, first time out winners for the sire and the dam, sixty percent and twelve percent. That's high than what you normally see. You normally see nine and zero, five percent, seven percent, sixty percent and twelve percent. Sixteen percent. Oh, I thought you said 12. sixty. I was like, what oh, the no. fuck did you see? <laughs> How did I miss that? I was like, what? Sorry, let me cleanse the palate. 16 <laughs> and 12%, and they both yeah. have 12% yeah. turf stats, Correct. which is pretty decent for a first-time starter with a great combination with Rosario and yep. Clement. So Agreed. I can see it, and the, I wouldn't say the workouts are great, like you said, but that I, I could say the May 7th was pretty decent as far as 51. Yeah. And the last time out, 49 and 1 is, is good. Yeah, it's good. It's day. just nothing that I would say, man, This is they're lighting up the But it's a the light training. bulb, right? right. It puts an eye on yeah. it. So I'll, I'll, I can cover that. I really like the four. As well. Yeah, just for that standpoint. Um, so right, this is what I've got. I had four, seven, twelve. Okay. Um, so you guys got to beat me up a little bit on this twelve. <clears throat> so I had a question mark next to it. Um, but we're going back out to seven furlongs. We're on turf. Seems to like the turf a little bit better. Um, kind of a shitty speed figure last time out. Um, it's an 80. Um, I'm going to not against these, <laughs> not against these ones. Um, but I'm really keyed on that. It's pretty impressive. That race in April at Belmont, um, went right to the front and just, mm-hmm. I mean, it lost, it took third and lost by a length. So it really died at the end. So, I, and then you stretch out, right? Well, and then you're going to seven furlongs. And then I go look at the works. Yeah. Right. And we go, okay. Five furlong one on one, five furlong and fifty nine, seven furlong. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I saw a seven seven furlong workout. Yeah, I can. It's interesting, right? That's why it's one of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody's running seven furlong. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I thought it was interesting that they're they're they wanted to get a work at a longer distance. Yeah. Um, before going this extra distance on the. Mm-hmm. And those races that this horse lost, it's not like it's losing. By like a crazy on the amount, dirt, right? it on did. the dirt, yeah, on the dirt it did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eleven lengths is kind of crazy. But it, seemed, it seemed to really take to the surface. Yeah, the the turf definitely was the right move for this horse, and it just missed the last two times out. Yeah, is what I would say looking yeah. at this horse. So I'm not opposed to having this one either. Plus, you get Irad, and Irad. I don't care what anybody says, right? Joel, you always see winter races when he was, when he's with Kristoff, and you see Flavian like when he was in California. He does absolute monster numbers when he's in California racing on turf. But Irad is probably one of the strongest turf riders. Probably oh, for sure. If not the best that I've seen. Well, he's versatile, right? So. Yeah, he's very versatile. I mean, it's not yeah. I mean, yeah. Right now, just his turf right now, is crazy. The stats right now are 29% winner on turf, 63% on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Here's why I can't take the 12 off the ticket or even talk about taking it off the ticket. He could be the lone speed. I agree. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I'm looking Irad at. Irad up front dictating the speed. It, it, for me, a handicapping almost could have been my single in a ridiculous race that anybody could probably win in a maiden 75,000 state bread. But if he's the only speed, the only one I don't know is the four, which we all like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, the workouts don't show going to go blaze out there. There's nothing breezing from the gate that says it, they got this thing fired up to go early. Very seldom do I see a Kristoff horse go right to the front first time out. Correct. I mean, if I have to look back here, the breezing from the great was 103 and 4. So they ran a five furlong out the gate for this horse. 103 and 4 is nothing to really brag about. So I don't see that pressing the speed. Who else is going to go except Salt Clay maybe? Yeah, the seven maybe. Salt Clay maybe goes with. But if I'm looking at the times, although, albeit it was dirt for Salt Clay versus turf for 
uh, the 12, I I would still have to say that Irad's going to be able to have his way at the front. I think so, too. And if that's the case, you know where speed is on the turf. We could be looking at a, a possible single loan speed with the 12. What about the 6? Let's have a look-see. Who is the 6? The 6 is Brady's legacy. Brady's Tyler, legacy. Tyler Gaffleon, All right, Tom first, Morley. <clears throat> first time Lasix. First time Lasix. New barn. First time on the surface. Right, lots of firsts. Lots of t- yeah, lots of firsts. The dam is one for three. Um, one of them was a turf winner, so that yeah. was a win. Um, do you see this being a horse that maybe goes out of its norm and goes to the front to try to try something different? Considering that first time on turf, the workouts say yes. Yeah, so that's like you know yeah. when you're talking about who's going to go out to the front. I see this horse possibly being that one that's going to do something different. Right, I, I could. I think Tyler might yeah. wheel out there. Um, so. Yeah, the, the, only, the, the yeah, three furlong and 36 at the beginning of the month is is a little telling, right? Yeah, yeah. four furlongs and 48 last time out. For me, there's too many firsts for me. Right. I don't like a horse that's going first time Lasix, first time grass, first time out of a barn, mm-hmm. first time with Tyler. It's too many firsts. So for me, it's not that I'm saying it's going to win. Yeah. I think this is going to be the horse that's going to go out there and that's fuck press. everything up. That I could that's agree That's what with. I'm saying is like this horse is, it, yeah, first time for everything. And I don't I don't think that it's going to win this race. It might even hit the board. I'll even give it that. Maybe it goes out, blazes out there, and then just holds on for second or third. Right? I can see that. But I do not see this horse winning. Um, but I just do see this horse being like, okay, I'm going to go out there and just try to steal the race. Right. First time on the surface, what do we have to lose, right? First time, right. this horse is a speed horse. First time, Lasix, everything. Let's just see what we can do, possibly go out there and win the race. So, so we've got the go 12. Go fucking get them. Yeah, right. Just do we what got you got to do get out there in front. we got 12 that we all agree is going to probably go the front, I read. Yeah, I agree. Yep. We've got a possibility of a horse that we just talked about possibly pressing that speed, but too many firsts possibly to, to be a winner, as you said, kid. But maybe breaks down a little bit on the 12, mm-hmm. takes a little bit out of them. If anything, then it does set up. Possibly for a closer, like the 11 that we talked about, it yeah. can come off with a very late uh, does that bring, speed. Does that bring the 5 into play then, too? That's exactly where I was going to go. Now we are talking about changing the perplexity if if the 4 goes. Yeah, Feathers Road, <clears throat> Linda Rice, yep. Jose Lescano, those, uh, that's a combination as that's well. Deadly. Right, yeah. Those two have had a lot of business over the over the years. And um, last time I was kind of a, a telling race, right? This horse was six lengths off the lead and then closing. <sighs> Just finished second, lost by a head yeah. bob. You it's a race. You, race, you almost got to go some speed, a possibility of breakdown. Yeah, or we, or you just go lone speed and hope for the best. So we, this is one of those races that we had like last week where we just have to draw a line and how do we see this race playing out? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to we went into first time and to both your points. We've yeah. got the six, which we don't know what's going to happen. Seems mm-hmm. like it's going to gear up to try to go. Yep, and we got the four with. Arguably one of the deadliest combinations on turf on the planet. Yep. That we don't know what average workouts, right? Correct. It's one of those spread races. Super spreader. Anybody got any dice? (laughs) Fuck yes. Spread it. (laughs) What what are we what are we convinced on right now? Twelve's going the front. That's what I'm convinced on. Okay. Pick wise, I'd like to have the four on the card. With okay. Christoph and Joel. I like the 11 closing angle. I like the 11. Then you got to like the five as well. That's the problem. <clears throat> you have to like them both. I like the seven too, though. I'd say this. Either you like the 12, the four, and the seven. And that's all forwardly speed predicting on a first-time starter as well as 
Uh, okay, thank you. Stats, stats, if you obviously, you can't see it. Stats is showing me the numbers. So that would be all speed. And I'm okay with going all speed in their race because they are maidens. They are, you know, I I could see that possibly happening, yeah. especially on turf at Belmont, which has always been forward. Hard for me to go with closers unless I see breakdown. But I do like the 11 because it, it does like the surface. It has come back into some decent figures. And if you like, again, if you like the closers, then I, I can't throw the five out there either. So I'm, I was more on the closing angle. You guys are kind of talking me more into speed. This is almost like a five horse spread. Well, and here's here's the real the real mind fuck for you. Twenty eight races of this caliber, speed bias exactly fifty percent to the nose. Yeah, I hate this game. Son of a bitch. Oh, Sons of bitches. Is this is a tough one? I mean, the first one is very difficult for me, and then this one as well is just like there's too yeah. much. There's too many unknowns in this race for me not to spread a little bit more. In I'll tell the listeners whatever way we go, go the opposite because <laughs> <laughs> we're probably going to screw ourselves. In this. Oh, peaches! Is this, is this our four banger? I think this is the four banger. Yeah, think, but who's the fourth? Because we're on five right now, right? Yeah, I'm even on six. Right we're now. like we like the four, five, <laughs> seven, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Four, five, seven, eleven, and twelve. Yeah. So, <sighs> is there more? Does I miss no. one? The two was the one that we were like, eh, that that could be, you know, with Linda Rice. Jo- um, that's not the two. No, that's the five. The There's five. a five. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's Feather Road. Yeah. Two is burp, burp, burp. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So we're on four, <clears throat> five, seven. 11, 11 12. 12 yeah yeah that 11 keeps fucking up your plans doesn't it kid not not necessarily i i'm more hung up on the see five see. um who's dylan on in this race can you tell me that is he he has a mountain this race correctly i would assume as such where are you buddy dylan's on burp 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 nope 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 okay hey, when's the last time we never even spoke about a flavian flavian on turf can you imagine this shit last year yeah, we, no, but that, he wouldn't would, be here. It, but it would have been key. <laughs> We'd have the total opposite discussion. Yeah. Uh, first time starter with some uh, decent workouts. All right, so now we're on six horses. Uh, breeding does show. I mean, out of War Dancer and a Sky Mesa mare. Man, we are struggling with this one. Uh, yeah, this is a struggle. Stop looking at the nine, then. <laughs> no, I don't like. Damn, the it's nine. two winners from the three starters. <laughs> No, and none of them have winners. I, so right now we're we're still on the we're still on the same ones. Yeah, um, I'd be okay kicking the five. I'm kind of on the same boat, but something telling me that this might be the horse that screws us. God damn! It. See, I I'd say the four just because the works aren't showing me something I want to go with. <sighs> mm, I can't take the four. I off, can't though. do it. He's. <laughs> I can't. That's one I can't budge on. A horse that's 0 for 9 or a first-time starter, I guess that's where we're in the divide, <sighs> right? You, you can argue either way. First time out or, well, you've had nine shots and haven't done shit. 12, honestly, times out, honestly, the, time, nine the, times the out. five was an add-on, right? I, I've, I've got this feeling that Jose Lascano may screw us here, but I would be okay and I would sleep fine knowing that this one wasn't my original. I had a question mark next to him, but it wasn't original. Like top it. top four horses. To your point, us, Jojo, right? that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, it's nine times out. He doesn't have a win either. 
Yeah. So let me just back up one thing, okay. and then you tell me if you still feel the same way, kid, because we've been on this race for a minute. If you go to back in the seven furlong race on May 21st, the five feathers road, third by a length, his final time would be 126 flat. Because mm-hmm. he was 125 and four, give the length another fifth of a second, you're talking 126 okay. flat. Okay. If you go to the 12, which we all consistently like, we've said is definitely got to be on the ticket. Best time for uh, seven furlongs, albeit, yeah, it's on the it's on the on the dirt, not on turf. Uh, at seven furlongs, one time over was one twenty six and two, and was eleven lengths off. I'll give you the surface air on that, and I'll just say let's 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 adjust that a little bit, dude. That it's not on turf, and it does run better on turf. It's still it's still going to be a skosh worse than the five. Are we de- are we jockeying between the five and the twelve? No, no. I, I'm trying to make an argument why the five should be on the ticket. Right, but because I'm we saying, like the twelve. If, if we like the twelve, how do we not like the five? I'm saying, who would you trust more than? Would you trust Irad or would you trust a Jose Lescano? I I trust them both in this race. I think for me, it's five eleven twelve. Again, I I know it, I'm they're not, similarly running the same horse, right? And in, in in retrospect, right, we're talking about the same horse. Which one of those two jockeys would you trust more? Irad, right. no doubt. I think. And I'm not saying yeah. to ch- throw the 12 out. We like the 12. Mm-hmm. If you like the 12, how do you not like a horse that has a better time on the surface? Uh, at 126 flat, two, two races ago, has been a length off of winning and ahead in 75,000 maiden state breads, just like this race is. Hard for me to throw the five off, unless we're saying closers aren't going to be, it's going to be speed, then I can toss it. Let's toss them both. Cut down the ticket then. <sighs> I don't know. Let's toss them both and just add Flavian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, we got to. Right, we got to. Well, we, hey, we got to cut this ticket down fe- somewhere. Feather, so. Feathers Road beat the twelve the last time out at six furlongs and has faster times on the surface. <clears throat> so, I hate you guys, can we cut any other races and just make this a five? Five more? No, can we pause it and take another hour? Because then we're singling. Because <laughs> then we're singling. Yeah. All right. Make a call, gents. What are we doing? Well, I say we take what was your, your pick was the 11. Correct. Mine was originally the four, and I kind of said the seven. Um, what was yours? I had four, seven, 12. <laughs> four, seven, 12. <laughs> so why don't we just do our original four, seven, 11, 12? I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. It, he wasn't he I mean you pick you you would pick that horse. I guess they're the same horse, but was that on your radar? Was that was that five on your radar? The only reason it's on my radar is I hate pre pre conversation though. Was it on your radar? Yes. Was it on your radar? It it has to be because I was looking it, at the closing. It, yeah. Board. I wasn't looking at speed until we talked about the twelve and I'm like, well, that could be lone speed. I guess. And load speed is dangerous, so that's why I kind of like the twelve. But I still see it coming off the page. Yeah, I guess I the five. I mean, the five was eleven lengths off and then lost by a length. Let me put it to you this way: the five is better than my eleven on paper. I'm t- I'm tossing two races on the eleven. I'll tell you what: I'm tossing two races. I'm tossing the April twenty fourth and the April twenty first. I don't have to toss as many races on the five. All right, maybe we should keep. So going. I'll tell you what: I will retract my eleven and I will. Add in the five just because it's better form, and then you can add in your four, 12, and four, five, four. seven, 12. Four, five, seven, 12. Okay, I'm more apt to toss my pick out than to change what you guys are talking about because 
out of the two closers, the five's in better form in closing in this condition mm-hmm. on the turf at 75K than the 11 is. I'm only giving the 11 the bump because he had two bad races. In oh, no, okay, this is, what is, this is what we're doing. We're going to take the four, the five, the seven, mm. and the 12. No, take, let's scratch the 12. Let's just scratch the 12. <laughs> the is your speed pick. possibility. You want to get rid of Iran? No, because I think that Tyler's going to be the speed as well. So I think. Do so you think the speed's going to break down yeah. and go with closers? Yeah. I don't know, Joe. You make the call. Actually, you, you're you're. That's it. We've debated enough. Uh, Stats yeah, on you. It's on you. You pick. Definitely going to be four. Yeah, it's going to be. We need four. four horses. This is it. Whatever you say, that's what we roll with. Give, give us the four horsemen of the apocalypse here. <laughs> I'm the. Mush. Are you just thinking or I'm doing something mush. else over there? I'm the mush man. Hate you guys. Put it on me. Deep breathing. <laughs> mm, four, five, seven, twelve. All right. Four, okay. five, seven, twelve. It is on the eleventh. The fucking eleventh. Yeah, gonna get a price. And it's <laughs> all the goddamn money. All right. The eleventh raise six furlongs on the inner turf. It's uh, claiming thirty thousand conditions. A purse of forty one thousand on the inner turf for three year olds and upwards, which have never won two races. Like I said, I'm staying on the outside for these last three races. I'm gonna go with the ten. BC Glory hmm. Days. Dylan Davis finishes mm-hmm. it out, adds to his lead, puts a little more pressure on Ired going to the last day on Sunday. This is for our Rob Atris. Uh, this is a four year old gelding out of Brody's Cause. Last time out, taken off the turf, ran it on the dirt. It was a maiden claiming 40,000, which it won, one by four and a half lengths. Only a field of five, albeit, yes, but still a strong race that shows the horse can come off the pace a little bit in a stalking position, which is what he tried two back in a route race on the turf. We're going back to turf, and we're going to shorten it up. So let's get it back to six furlongs. Let's get it back to where it's in its wheelhouse for its ability to possibly wire. Going to be forwardly placed, like I said. Rob Atris gets his horse, and I think the the training ability of Rob Atris first time over, uh, forty six days away to ninety days away, twenty three percent stats, and then first claim first after the claim twenty seven percent out of one hundred sixty nine entries. Give me Dylan Davis. I'll take BC Glory Days. Move it up in class. Gets the win in a trashy thirty thousand dollar race. Love it. Mm. I that's a great pick. Um, I'm struggling again. Uh, I'm gonna go with out the eleven. The five. Yeah, <laughs> out of the five horses. <laughs> We gotta get this down to two. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the eleven. I think Umbria, uh, Irad, Linda Rice, uh, eighty thousand. This horse has been running in, so you're getting a significant class drop here. Um, you know, going to thirty thousand claimers. He was running an allowance eighty thousand, and uh, it hasn't shown much. You have to go all the way back to April twenty second, where this horse actually held the lead and then just got beat out by a neck when Eric Hansel was aboard. So, um, but those races at seventy two thousand allowance were probably the horse's best races, and uh, I think the class relief here is just going to help this horse's chances. And you get Linda Rice yeah. and Eric teaming up, so um, I'm going to go with the class drop, and I think we can just see probably the two top jocks right now um, going at it down the stretch. Yeah. Dude, there's more class droppers in here than panties at a pro. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Everyone's dropping class except for like three. I know. <laughs> yeah, both of Wesley's horses too, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I can live with 10 and 11. Oh, come on. You got to you gotta spit something for a debate. There's got to be somebody else you two, want baby. to. We got to get down to yeah, two. Yeah, we can only get two. You're okay with the two? Like if you well, got I like someone the else two. to. I like, I like the two horses that we named. Uh, the the other horses I had dog eared were uh, the four Sheriff Bianco. Mm-hmm. I'd agree, and then maybe uh, 
something live and, and long later. <laughs> Sheriff Bianco does scare me. Well, we'll give you that. again, we, this is another one of those. Not the last race, but the race. This before. is another one where I'm surprised what the morning line is. What is the morning I did line? not see two to one on Sheriff Bianco. They're, they're, I mean, that's calling an overwhelming favorite. Yeah. Is there any reason you think that Irad isn't on this Wesley Ward horse? Uh, good question. Because Irad went to obviously Royal Ascot, rode all of Wesley Ward's horses. Correct. Either Wesley's pissed off the way it, it happened, like how the races Going went. Pale, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, maybe he's pissed <laughs> off, or um, or my he, mind it could be a check. Yeah, or my mind is just yeah. I think Tyler or Irad got. A different mount that he's taking. It's, 30, you know? it's a thirty thousand dollar claiming race. If this was a higher class race, I'd say there's probably more to it than yeah, that. But it's still a connection. You would think you'd want, right? With Irad, yeah. it, it's you would regardless, think, right? I mean, Johnny V is riding on his other one. Johnny well, V always rides Wesley Ward horse. If you want he to never a, changes that. If you want to make a point to one of the best riders that you're a little upset, mm-hmm. would you do it in a Grade One race and? And not go for, or would you do it in a three thousand claimer race? <laughs> I wouldn't make a point at all, just knowing that he's the best one. You know, like I, I mean, think if Wesley happens, asked him to right? come and ride, he'd he'd be right back there. I just think maybe it's like he's going to go a different route than this one. Or I read shows a better horse. I'm not going to debate what the hell Wesley Ward is doing or what I his thought t- process. I got to talk to my inside man. At, uh, <laughs> my guy, yeah, I got to talk to my guy, and I'll let you know. I think Mr. Ice knows. I can yeah, ask talk, him. Talk, talk to your mole. <laughs> talk, talk to your mole. That wasn't my Palma. inside man. I was talking about somebody else. Talk but. to your Red Sparrow over there. Yeah. Backstretch Charlie's got all these inside information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does scare me, but I think, um, again, I would think that if this horse was as live as I think it would be, um, I would see Irad, not Tyler, on it. Yeah. But Tyler still does... Uh, He's, he's a great jockey, yeah. so I, I have to be. This is Churchill. I'm probably singling special. Tyler in this race if this yeah. is at Churchill. We're at Belmont now. I think the two, the four Sheriff Bianco fifty thousand purchase price. So you know that's something okay, but eighty five thousand dollars out of Munnings for Umbria. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that, but I'm... also an eighty thousand dropping <laughs> state bread. So yeah. I know I get it. I get I it. Don't know. Like I said, shocking that all these are uh, have ran in these higher races that. Uh, just didn't pan out for them. So you gotta you gotta find something here and take out races. It's a lot. This was one of those races talking to stats where like I was doing more crossing off and discarding races because of surface, distance, class, and trying to make a case. And it's MTO. tough. There's an MTO in there. Yeah. And God willing they stay on the, the <laughs> turf. That's the other thing. It's wild. I, I just I've got the I've got BC Glory days on top too. Yeah. When I first ran this. It's just uh, I I I got I got beat up here by the morning line once it came out. I'm like, dude, two to one. What do you mean? And then a, hanging a four to one on the six after five. What's rule number one? A handicap club. We don't look at odds. I know. Kid, what's I, rule number two? Don't look at odds. Thank I got you. confused for a second. But I can't yeah, read don't look at odds. I'm like, oh, dude, you're not following me on this one. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. It's a poor setup. My bad. All right. So you guys get 10 and 11 there? 10 11. Yeah. I think we're, we're locked in, in there. That's our two. Uh, we, do we, I think we, we may need to revisit race 10 because uh, mm. Joe just came off of absolutely throttling this track last week. Um, <laughs> Actually, I, 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 Churchill was just as good. So I can't, I can't <laughs> I say that. I throttled them both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was just bang after bang. <laughs> a bang, 
bang, bangity bang. Instead of bang, bang, bangity bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. It's like I was 17 again. Oh, All right. I miss those days. All right. So right now, this ticket looks like a 156 mm-hmm. with a 457. Yep. With a 91112. Mm-hmm. With a 457.12. Yeah. With a 1011. Yeah. I'm we got it. We got our four spot in the maiden race, which probably isn't bad. It's probably not the worst. I think it's better to have four that late. I just, I'm so scared on that three. first leg. I'm <laughs> I don't want to get bounced in the first leg, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> somehow, I I see a, somehow I see a second ticket that we don't know about that the kids no, might play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just not going to see the price of the ticket that I'm thinking about playing right now. Yeah. Now, you know, just to just to throw this out here, yeah. If we're gonna, you know, chop this up and play a community podcast, pick, pick five. So if we go three three. Four two, three 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 four two. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred eight dollar ticket. Yeah, so we're at the threshold. If we go three <laughs> three three five two, it's a hundred thirty five dollar ticket. That doesn't hurt. Twenty seven more dollars. By it's throwing, not even a tank of gas. Nine throw away my guy. eleven in there. Nine bucks a guy. To what? Throw my eleven in there. Yeah. In that race? Yeah. Uh, I'm willing to die in that sword and not put the 11 back in. I would more be, I'd be more apt to throw somebody in that first leg. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where, that's where. Yeah. I think, I think that's where it hit the kid's concern is in the first leg yeah. more than it is the main race. I think the main race we got covered. We're overthinking it. Okay. On too many, on too many possibilities. That's what this, that, that's what we missed you last week. Yeah. Cause you and I went around in circles a, a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Like, well, we started to, and I think we're, we're all talking about the same thing where we keep coming back to, well, what if this, yeah, I know we've got coverage on speed and we got coverage Talk on clothes. Talk to me. So let's Talk go back to, me, to the first leg. Kid, who's your... So we got two, three, four is the, uh, are the options. Cairo, Hawtree, with the moonlight. So, I mean, I think uh, leaving Hottie off the ticket may be a mistake. I, I could agree on the three that you mentioned. I think the two, shipping, distance I don't think is an issue, but moving up in class has to go to the front. I can discard the two. The four I've already made my point on. I think that we talked about earlier, that last race, grade one. I think that's why it didn't do well. I think the other races were subpar quality, uh, even though you're getting Frankie DeTore and Charles Appleby. I think the three is. I think the Flavian three Pratt, is. Chad Brown is probably the add-on you want to throw in for the first leg. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, as I said before, I'm okay with having three Chad Browns and then a Brendan Walsh monster on the card. Sure. I mean, statistically, odds wise, Chad Brown's got the best chance of winning this race. It's a one forty four. One forty four. That's still not bad for potential payout. All right, let's single BC days. <laughs> <laughs> then we chopped that down to uh, seventy. We got forty eight hours to figure it out. <laughs> we'll fucking tweet it out Saturday morning. But as it stands right now, we got one three five six. First leg, final answer. Yes, one, three five six. Okay, yep. good with that. Hmm, look at that. That took a long time. I automatically feel so much better about the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know, Hottie was bothering you. It wasn't me, too. I just thought that the spread for the maiden race, Makes which sense. I have no idea what they're going to do. I know what these should yeah. do in these earlier races, in these greater races. I don't know what's going to happen in that maiden race. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. We've been a long time. You know what? 
two grade ones and a grade three, capped by two maidens. I think deserves a little extra time a yeah, closing weekend at Belmont. Absolutely. I think it does. So we're at... But hopefully our next segment doesn't <laughs> blow all that shit up. Yeah. Do not add these on your ticket. <laughs> That's all I can say. You know what? I think we hit I think we hit our ticket hard enough. I, I, none of those fucking live long shots are gonna hit anyway. <laughs> I think we've I think we're like one for ninety nine. We hit the board at like seventeen percent on those long bastards. <laughs> Rounded up to twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> but this thing is uh This mm. is a bear. It, this it. this is a tough card. Yeah, this is a tough card. And you know what? Anybody, any man on Twitter says it wasn't a tough card. They're fucking lying. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Fucking lying. All right, let's recap real quick. We got one, three, five, six in the first leg. Yep. We've got four, five, seven, leg two. Roger. Yep. We've got nine, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. We've got. Oh, 10. 10 was a tough one. Not yeah, 10, yeah. 10, tough. 10, 10 was the tough, the tough <laughs> bathroom. I'm, I'm going to have nightmares about this thing. Uh, 4, 5, 7, 12. Yep. Close it out. And closing out. With the two banger. 10, 10 11. 10, 11. I like it. $144 ticket for all the money. Book all it. the money. All the money. Watch all the come money. and chalk all five reasons. I swear. To, I swear. To, <laughs> no. That's... I'm not even worried about chalk. There's something I'm very concerned about in race 10. Yeah. And honestly, even if it does come in all chalk, it still is going to pay more than what we're putting this ticket in because you're going to have such, like, I think the odds you're going to get are like, you know, two to one or you'll get a three to one on some of these favorites, quote unquote favorites, because it's going to be so evenly matched. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's like when we go to the casino and you're like, oh, Joe, why don't you pick the slot machine? You know that money's going to get flushed. <laughs> oh, Joe, let's go to the... Ru- oh, that was, that, that was a bad night. We were at the roulette wheel all fucking day. Yeah. We were all boozed up, and Joe and I had, had worked. So we were playing electronic roulette. <laughs> yeah. And we've been building this pattern for like two and a half hours, hours, and we were banging it. And uh, I fucked up real bad. <laughs> um, so I got I got his cocktails. I come back, and on that machine, you have to hit repeat bet yep. before you add anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot to hit repeat bet. I'm like, fuck, we got to put this on bang. Reset everything we just built for oh, two and a half no. hours. It was fucking terrible. And we went on a losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> and we got kicked out. Like, fuck, didn't no, we? I was going to say, you guys got kicked we, out. No, no, we no, should. We kicked ourselves I should have been kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get out of here. You too. Oh, fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> got away went. I should have been kicked out. Yeah. Hey, good to see everybody back. Yeah, good to be back. Next week, extra guest, Mr. Ice will be joining us. We're going to Saratoga, baby. That's going to be. We're going to be hanging out in Saratoga until, I don't know, December. (laughs) (laughs) Till Breeders' Cup week. We're we're going to be be there to the Florida Derby. (laughs) We're definitely going to swing some some Fall Keeneland in there. It's good. It's going to be a good one. Looking forward to it. That that fucking eleven. I'm just. <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares about this eleven. No, they better right. scratch. They better scratch that horse. Oh, well, that's. On. I mean, to your cold. point, Joe. That's the other thing. We gotta pay attention to. There's, there may be a whole bunch of fucking scratches here. I that's on you guys. Update the ticket. I on can't Twitter. even. I can't even read good. <laughs> uh, good week. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for the followers. Check us out. Download us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Enjoy the day. Buy some merch, you cheap bastards. <laughs> Let's Support the podcast. We'll see you guys. See ya. Rule 35. Breakfast is for closers. 